doesn't get much better than sitting on a picnic blanket, enjoying handmade beers and handmade films on a beautiful summer's eve. The Clips of Faith Beer and Film Tour is a celebration of the whimsical spirit of summer, craft brews, and sustainability. From May to October, from Charleston to Des Moines to Santa Cruz, Clips of Faith presents a smorgasbord of films from professional and amateurs alike. So hop on your bike and pedal on down to the outdoor cinema coming to your town. Check out the dates and places at clipsoffaith.com. With additional support from Kuat Racks and Patagonia. This is The Shorts, and you're listening to The Dirtbag Diaries. My high school had two parking lots. The front parking lot was small and orderly. Speed bumps, blacktop freshly painted with white lines, and trees outlined the few rows. It bordered the gym, the football field, and the school's entrance. Entering through the doors, you passed either the guidance counselor or the principal's office. The front parking lot neatly completed the first impression image of the school. The back parking lot was a larger, unruly expanse. Faded parking stripes, potholed asphalt, scrubby shubs along the chain-link fence. And on days when heavy rain and high tide colluded, an ever-creeping puddle emerged. There was usually one car whose owner missed the memo. Each parking lot had a vibe. The front attracted the athletic student council get-to-class-on-time types. It looked like the set of Saved by the Bell. The back attracted the dress-in-black drama-rama smoke-a-cigarette types, the potheads and the D&D crew, which I was way into. I had all the spells mastered. Seriously. Anyway, the principal tended not to venture here. What lot you ended up in was a matter of where you felt comfortable. The groups looked different. They dressed differently even spoke with lingo specific to topics that were unique to the niche. And yet, the different groups, if you took a deeper look, contained similar components. The same way the elements we were studying in chemistry all contained neutrons, protons, and electrons. In both parking lots, friends flirted, boyfriends and girlfriends kissed, tires screeched, and music blasted. Teenage life, with its joy, anxiety, geeky laughter, young heartbreak, and personal discovery, played out in the same manner if you're into lighting the stage or lighting up the football field. In the outdoors, we have our different parking lots. Mountain bikers, skiers, climbers, paddlers, each with their own style and motivators. But whether you're in the lot buckling your ski boots or hoisting a pack onto your back. You've likely met some of these personalities. Next time you're out at a popular trailhead, take 30 minutes, crack a beer, and realize that there are five distinct types of people you meet in the parking lot. It's up to you to decide which you want to be. We've included the pros and cons of aligning with any one of these characters. the organizer. With gear laid out in the back of the car, a discussion ensues over what is necessary to bring. Items go into the pack, packs weight tested, items go out. Every item has just the right place in relation to other items brought. Fast and light is mentioned at least seven times in the course of two minutes. 
The organizer checks and rechecks to make sure her partner has everything that he's supposed to bring and nothing more. Sandwiches? Sunscreen? Another minute and we should be ready to go. Five minutes pass as the guidebook is packed, pulled out, and packed again. When negotiations reach a standstill over the weight-to-benefit ratio of secondary items like headlamps and Advil, the organizer decides to bring everything. Forty minutes later, they embark. Pros of partnering with an organizer? If you forget your sandwich, she'll have extra food. Cons. You might really need those headlamps. Next type, the nervous Nelly. You've probably talked to the nervous Nelly, and you may have been one. That's cool. We've all been there. After all, the woods can be scary. The nervous Nelly starts friendly enough. Where are you headed today? He'll ask if you've been on the route and mention that on a discussion forum he read you might need a number five Camelot. Do you know? Tension lines pull across his forehead as he talks weather. It looks a little cloudy. Did you get the updated forecast? If you're at the river takeout, discussions will center around CFFs and its relations to the various drops, holes, and waves. You can give your answers truthfully and fully, and he'll seem satisfied. A momentary, serene calm will drift over him, and then, just as it appeared, the serenity is gone. When you turn your back, he'll be on to the next person, pumping them for information and a second opinion. If I climbed X back in 2005, do you think I can do this four-pitch Y route in Z hours before the sun goes down? If life were a simple equation, we wouldn't even have to rope up to discover the outcome and we would all still be digging on algebra class. Given the current state of math education in this country, to answer that question, you still have to embark on the adventure. Pros of partnering. When you're gripped, the nervous Nelly can supply you with all sorts of quality beta to relieve stress. You need to use an inverted heel hook hand jam. Or, if you go to the right, there's a good chance you will drown in that hole. Cons. In the most stressful situations, The nervous Nelly will also inform you that if you go to the right, there's a good chance you will drown in that hole. There are two personality types that can derail your day, but in very different ways. It's important to be able to identify them from mere parking lot small talk. They'll both want to know what route you're going to climb, and mention that, yeah, I climbed that route. It's pretty good. And then they start to differentiate themselves. One is mostly harmless. The other is to be avoided at all costs. The lurker. The lurker will want to tell you about this one time when he was getting all Ronnie Radical on this route, and his buddy, Bumbling Bob, got 20 feet above his piece before he realized how far he'd climbed, and then he starts tweaking. Then the freak July avalanche hits, And well, the story goes on and on. He's not really interested in climbing anymore. Maybe a pitch here and there. He often will, and it's always a he, crack a beer before 9 a.m. He will have a story about how his partner bailed on him that morning. It isn't true. He's content to rest on his laurels and relay how back in the 90s there was hardly anyone ever parked here. A quiet slice of heaven. Extract yourself quickly and purposefully. This will go on forever. And if you find it entertaining... Don't worry, you can catch the show when you return to the parking lot in the evening. He will be there. There's not an upside to partnering with a lurker, because the lurker, while social, is a solitary creature. He's a lone wolf. 
A parking lot can only contain one lurker. If two appear, they would have no excuse not to go do said activity. Con. Rewind. Listen to the last paragraph. The sandbagger. Oh, the sandbagger. He's a wily one. He'll ask questions about what else you've done, comment on the crowded lot, then seed your brain. Well, if you want something a little off the beaten path, you might try this route. First red flag. He'll extol the similarities and grades and rock quality, the ease of the approach. Second red flag. If he's really good, he'll draw the topo on the back of your folded route papers and encouragingly smile. You really should try it. Beware of the sandbagger in Good Samaritan's clothing. He's probably a really nice guy and his intentions are good. That's why you're talking to him in the first place. He may claim the moves are all 510, but for a 512 climber, lots of moves are easy. This may be a condition of poor long-term memory. Pros. If you can find the route, and if it's doable at the suggested grade, you're bound to have a story-worthy adventure. Cons. Encounters with thick shrubbery, dead-end trails, or talislopes are highly probable. Oh, and he's not going with you. And finally, the badass. There's one personality that you're unlikely to meet in the parking lot. If you're lucky, you'll catch a glimpse of them headed for the trail as soon as their tires stop rolling. Or as you hike up, they're the ones already headed down with a gentle, have a great day. They're organized, efficient, and unafraid of the alpine start. They move with ease like steady moving water. Their car will fade into the background of the parking lot, its arrival and departure unnoted. Their voices rarely carry across the parking lot. To recognize one, you will have to see one in the wild, in their native element, amongst the wind, sun, and darkness. Pros of meeting a badass? To meet one, you have to become one. Cons? There is no con to being modest and quiet in your passions. Fitz and I are moving a little slower these days, and our parking lot personality is changing. We're not really sure where we fit in. A year ago, I preferred to obsess over what to bring in the privacy of my backyard, pack the bags, and then not think about them again until we open them up on the trail. In the lot, we'd grab the bags, lock the doors, and start hiking. With Teplin, the stuff we need is unfamiliar. Our efficiency has decreased. We need friends for certain activities. So we're more likely to chat you up as we wait for Tep to wake up from a nap or friends to arrive. And right now, we're happy that we've made the effort to go. Whether it's for three pitches or one ski lap, we're trying. So if you see us hanging in the parking lot, say hi. But don't offer Fitz a beer. Or ask him about that one time on El Cap. I'm trying to avoid having a sandbagging lurker for a husband. He can go on and on, like he has a radio show or something. But seriously... It won't keep you too long from getting on with your day. Besides, it might be your only chance. Once we figure this new stage out, you'll just see a dust cloud as we quickly escape the parking lot. My name is Becca Cajal, and this is my short. Bye.
We're hoping everyone is getting to have a little summer fun. If you come back with a story, whether it's funny, serious, somewhere in between, write it up for the shorts. We're always looking for the right tale to tell. So please, contact us at dirtbagdiaries at earthlink.net. Music today by Wild Nothing, Pillow Fight, and Feral Children. You can download the tracks for free at our website, dirtbagdiaries.com. You can also get more information about the bands you've heard. So check it out. Support for the Diaries comes from New Belgium Brewing. Summer is just right for frolicking outdoors, drinking beer, and New Belgium fun. Friend them on Facebook and stay up to date on the Clips of Faith, the Tour de Fat, and other local events near you. Follow your folly to newbelgium.com. Support for the show also comes from Kuat Racks, makers of a better bike rack. With aluminum construction, innovative design, and a lifetime warranty, they're creating racks stylish and functional. Check out their award-winning NV Rack at kuatracks.com. The good people at Patagonia also make the shorts possible. I'm Fitzcahal, that was Becca, and you've been listening to The Dirtbag Diaries. Uh-huh.